0: Straight
1: up, 4 o'clock, on the Valley Variety. We are back in an exciting week of Sun Devil Hoops getting ready. (laughs) I am Jacob Jones.
0: (laughs) And I'm Ben Yates. Oh, yeah. (laughs) ASU
1: heading its last two games of Legacy before they head into the Pac-12 tournament in fabulous... Las Vegas, Nevada, and T-Mobile Arena, but they got to go through Cal and Stanford one more time at DFA, one on Thursday night and one Saturday afternoon, senior day, as the Devils will finish off the regular season. But the big news coming out of the athletic department this afternoon, ASU head coach Bobby Hurley will stay head coach for the 2022-23 season, something we started off the original podcast talking about. Didn't he yep. have to save his job? I guess the answer is yes.
0: i uh, you know, some people may say yes, and some people may say he got lucky. There's he got some, real lucky.
1: Look, there's some there's some wins in there. And I'm sure that really kept his job. You, you he <coughs> UCLA. Oh, <coughs> sorry, did I stutter there? Oh,
0: uh, sweeping organ. I had something in my mouth. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah my sweeping throat was organ. a little stroke. Sweeping yeah.
1: organ. Oh gosh, something in my throat.
0: So the real question here, Jacob, is not not did Bobby Hurley deserve to stick around? It's were we wrong. Because wow. we we really had a lot of things to say back in the first podcast in January 28th. That was the first recording we did. We did a lot of talking about this guy Bobby Hurley and DJ Horn. Yeah. But one of them is staying around next season. DJ, I don't know. Right. Uh, but Bobby definitely.
1: Let's talk about what's happened from January 28th from the beginning of what it was right after the U of A game. We had ASU had fallen to U of A in Tucson. Yeah. A lot's happened since then. There's no doubt about it. ASU upset the number five team in the country at DFA, rushed the floor, uh, swept a couple schools, swept the Oregon schools, and I've been playing their best basketball in the last two weeks, and playing the, their best basketball at the right times. And I think that's the reason that Bobby Hurley is staying head coach, is that these last, you know, end of season runs uh-huh. that ASU is putting on. That, you know, they've, ASU has a really good history of having these last minute season runs. That, you know, get them some pretty good seeding in the Pac-12 tournament. And then, obviously, the Pac-12 tournament, anything can happen in March. You know, we know sure. that for sure. But
0: Well, I don't know if that, I don't think anything's going to happen in the Pac-12 that's going to be surprising. You have well, U of A and UCLA. Yes.
1: U of A did become the Pac-12 regular season champions just last night after dismantling the USC Trojans. At uh, USC. well, like, embarrassing them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> on national team, on ESPN. No, is was at USC, right? At, at USC. Yeah, embarrassing them. It just, it just, I think it just shows the uh, firepower of what the Wildcats have on their roster. That's going to be a really scary team. Yeah. Going into March Madness, going to that tournament, a team that no one wants to play if they are at uh, full strength and at full capacity.
0: The, the problem with U of A is that they have a history of doing really well in the regular season. ESPN hypes them up a lot, and then when they get into the Pac-12 tournament or when they get into the NCAA tournament, they choke.
1: There's, you know, there's a funny stat that we always look at. You know, we always here in Tempe, we always love making fun of the Wildcats and their struggles and the fact that they've never been to a Rose Bowl in football. That's our favorite joke against the yeah. the Wildcat faithful down south. But U of a has not made the Final Four since two thousand one. Is that true in men's basketball that is true Wow it's been since 2000 it was the national championship game against uh Duke if I'm not if I'm not wrong they did lose that the last national championship that they've had in program history was in 1997 wow. you Arizona beat uh, I think I believe they beat Kentucky if I'm not mistaken
0: no, I don't want to talk about it in the uh, in the
1: 1997 Final four but since 2001 making that playoff run uh, tournament run with uh head coach Lou Dolson, U of A has not been back. To the Final Four since then. They've been to the Elite Eight multiple times, but never the Final Four again. Uh-huh. For a program history, you know, a ho- history with that um, U of a that's, a, that's a big red mark. You know, on a, uh-huh. and for a program like ASU, it's a lot different. So there is, you know, kind of less of a, a hurdle to climb when you think about the program history and going to the tournament. ASU's only made the Elite Eight once in their program history, that was back in the 1980s. And so there's just a lot U of A has to do to to climb that hill. And the big question for me right now is, what does U of A do in the tournament? You know, there's they've had a lot of mental lapses this year. You know, we saw at the beginning of the ASU game. If you know you can't fall down to a team sixteen to three in the tournament, that's game over against a team like Wichita State, mm-hmm. a team like UMBC, which may be back in the tournament, a team like anyone you may play in the tournament you know that's the thing that might really hurt you obey down the stretch i guess only time will tell but that's just what we've seen from the wildcats here and there these these mental lapses like the one against colorado right
0: well you know they did embarrass usc but six teams one two three four five and six the top six teams in the country Mm -hmm. just this last weekend all got embarrassed yeah by setting history in motion. That was incredible. The first time ever in college basketball where the top six, actually some of the top seven of the top ten teams in the country, seven of the top ten all lose in the same day. Yeah. That that went from Gonzaga you know, to Kentucky, U of A, Kansas. Uh, Duke was the only one to basically survive mm-hmm. that day in the top ten.
1: Man, if you were going to lose, better have lost that day.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness. Like, yeah.
1: That was just the most insane of uh, Saturday in college basketball. I don't know, maybe just in regular season. Yeah. 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 You know, we've seen some crazy stuff in tournament obviously you had Loyola Chicago go to the Final 4 a few years ago. You have the tournament crazies and but mm-hmm. man, regular season just in one weekend. I'll go over the games that did happen. We had number 1 Gonzaga losing to number 23 St. Mary's. The number 2 Arizona Wildcats lost to Colorado 67 to 57 in Boulder. Number three, Auburn, fell to number 17, Tennessee. Number four, Purdue, yep. lost at Michigan State. Number five, Kansas, lost at Baylor. And number six, Kentucky, lost to Arkansas. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. Um, like we said, one of our episodes, what is going on? What
0: is going on?
1: That's, <laughs> I mean, we're not even... The last was, time we said that, that, was, about, that was James Harden. So yes. Now it's... <laughs> now I <laughs> mean, it's not even... They call it March Madness. We're not even... That yeah. wasn't even in March.
0: No, it was in February. Late February madness. That,
1: that that's doesn't have the February
0: freakiness. Oh, freaky Feb. Oh, freaky Feb. <laughs> uh oh. Freaky Feb. Yes or no? You just created a new tagline. <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah. F- freaky, you, you like fre- that? Freaky Feb. I, I like, like that. Yeah. All right. Freaky Feb. All right. I'm Every tag- upset
1: in February now in college basketball history is going to be referred to as as freaky freb, Cop- Feb.
0: Copy Copywriting it. Well, Ooh. hey, hello. A little, tra- <laughs> little trademark. Oh yeah.
1: A little trademark action on that. Freaky call the uh, we- call the Webster's Dictionary because that's a trademark. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but man, just to create it just makes you think about what we're gonna see in uh, March. But like I was saying with U of A, these schools, these teams have all these mental lapses sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you know, and it's gonna be interesting to see if that comes back and bites them in the turning. You know, that's we saw that with Virginia a couple years ago, losing to UMBC, had their mental lapse in the first round of the tournament the first game of the tournament they right. got blown out by almost 20-30 points
0: my favorite part of March Madness is that it's different than any other sport ever when you look at the tournament you see the best teams like like Virginia when they go against UMBC every single person uh, had Virginia going to the championship possibly because they were the, yeah. the favorite all season long
1: I had them in my final four
0: yeah they were they were my champion yeah like I mean, obviously I had a biased Kentucky bracket too, but you know, true, like, true, true. but yeah, Virginia was the one who was like, okay, this is you know they're undeniably the the favorite, and everyone, almost everyone, I don't want to see a single liar out there that said that they thought this would happen. UMBC <laughs> becoming the first sixteen seed to beat the one, yeah. So what happens? Like this is March Madness. It is beautiful, and just the next season after they lost to UMBC, what did they do? They won the tournament. Yeah. Which is, that is March Madness right there. Just, There's not a single sport out there that can replicate that feeling.
1: Just insert blown mind sound effect there. <laughs> like That's exactly what, you know, I think, you know what my favorite part of the tournament is? What's that? It's seeing all the people in the band in tears. You like uh, the <laughs> crying band kids? I, I, I do! <laughs> I really <laughs> you like the crying. Now, 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 the crying kids and the the crowd. No, don't. St- I, I don't like that. Okay, I do not like that. I don't. I think that's a little too far. You know, showing the kids the. But man, when you have like the people trying to play their instruments and they're just in tears. I remember the one, there was a video of one girl and she was like playing the flute or something and she couldn't even play the flute because yeah, she was crying so much. I do so remember much. that. And I just remember in my living room laughing. Just Do
0: crying band kids make you happy? Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, you gotta admit that one girl. I think she was from Syracuse or something. Like she yeah. was trying to play the flute and she couldn't because she was just like dry heaving for like the the past two and a half minutes. It feels like it's
0: always Northwestern where there's someone you know it does like, feel like in Northwest. the pur- like in the purple in and white. Part, yeah, it's always someone from Northwestern who cries. Like they expected something more. That's that, yeah. It's kind of funny. It's like. <laughs> Northwestern why are you you crying (laughs) aren't you happy to make it this far exactly tears of joy maybe yeah you only lost by 15 I'm sorry did you get upset like that's everything in the first gen everyone does that
1: but you know I don't think it's fair to say that I'm a fan of people crying at the end of the games because I did uh, cry at the end of the finals yeah and so if I was on TV but you weren't a band kid so it's different I was not a band kid because I don't know band kids (laughs) so it's different I I don't know
0: I don't know they just it's funny when they're trying to do something get on my nerve. oh okay wait a minute I was a band kid.
1: Do, 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 It's a little
0: Twilight Zone. That music. was the most awkward stare he's ever given me <laughs> since I've known him. Oh, it's only been a few months. It hey, looked look like up. he was—he had murderous intent.
1: We have some time. We have some time. Let's move on to the next topic. <laughs> uh, I went. To speaking <laughs> speaking of time, there was a giant line for Cam Johnson's lemonade stand yeah. at Los Avilos Park in. Uh, North Phoenix, and you went to it.
0: I went to that, and I man, had a wild experience because I lost my backpack just to get there. Ha!
1: <laughs> he that's, did. He lost it in the, the Uber going down.
0: I did, but it was man, a lot of fun.
1: Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't go down. But man, I give a round of applause to Suns fans. Yeah, God, they went and, out and for people who say that we're not the most passionate fan base in the NBA. Yeah, I, I say who day? Who are they? I, I just <laughs> that on a weekday at three o'clock—that's work mm-hmm. hours. People were skipping work and school. Yeah, yeah there's people there was five hundred people lined up like almost an hour before.
0: Right. They were they were lined up there. Cam and Mikhail were there. Uh, Frank Kaminsky was there to insult him. Yes. Uh, get, Got a per, selfie,
1: go to the Valley Variety Instagram. Yeah.
0: That's why you don't put a bet against Mikhail with the Super Bowl, man. That's right. You can't bet on Cincinnati to do Never that. Never bet on the Bengals. Except for the fact that I did.
1: <laughs> Well, fortunately, my bet won, unfortunately, because I say I did not want the Rams to win as an Arizona Cardinals fan. All right. But that that bet did win, but obviously Cam Johnson's bet did not win. But, yep. man, it was just, I think it just shows, I think I talked about it a little bit in the first episode when I was talking about Devin Booker and um, how he's just transformed the Valley into his home until, you know, everyone calls him Book. You know, they don't call him Devin Booker. They call him Book. Book or D-Book? D-Book. Yeah. You know, that's just kind of what the, the uh, the Valley has become, you know, everyone loves Book. You see the, the Booker jersey everywhere, you know, we're walking at Taylor Place where he lives, and every once in a while I'll see someone in a, in a Devin Booker jersey. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just what happens when you get a fan base that really, you know, cares. That's how you know you have a good fan base, you have a good um, scenery and scenario in your, your city when people that may not know exactly, you know, what the Suns are doing, what the record is, but they're still wearing the jerseys. You're yeah. still wearing, I see a lot of people with the Valley stuff. And yeah. I think there's just a lot more Suns fans out here now. It was a lot no, of and, fun,
0: seriously. And it no was. offense
1: to all the new Suns fans who were in the Valley. But where have you been? <laughs> where, when I needed you? When Igor Kokoshkov was our head coach. And I, I'm, not to be, I'm not trying to be selfish and say I don't maybe you want aren't. you. But, maybe you are. <laughs> uh, I mean, but maybe I am being a little selfish, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's been tough out in these streets. Yeah, this is a very angry Suns fan, and I think we need to, you know, keep this in a corner for a second. I'm sorry, Jacob. Are you okay? Do you need? Did you get out what you needed to? I'll be fine. Okay, that was good. <laughs> drink some
1: water. Drink some water.
0: He's heated, guys. He's really uh-huh. heated. But
1: I think it's just awesome to see a guy like Cam Johnson, who, you know, he's he has to start now because of the injuries, but who's been a bench guy for a six man for most of his career, mm-hmm. turned into a fan favorite. And you know you see his teammates coming out. Chris Paul was there. Frank Kaminsky, yep. Macau is obviously there to see the to see the show. You know, really all of your sister's favorite players. Exactly.
0: Yes. <laughs> exactly. All the all the heartthrobs. All the heartthrobs. I was oh, just okay. waiting for Book
1: to show up, but oh, CP did. CP did, but I. Chris think, Paul was there, man. But unfortunately, I think Book was too busy uh, testing positive for the coronavirus. Yeah.
0: I got absolutely bodied by Chris Paul's security. Oh, you're saying that? <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I was there. Uh, you know, I just heard some girls in the background scream like,
1: "Oh my god! Oh my god!"
0: And then suddenly it's like, "Wait, Chris Paul? Wait, who is that? Devin Book? Who is it? Who is it?" And then Chris Paul showed up. Uh, oh. Security detail that was way taller than
1: him. That's even a, that's a big. That's a big deal, especially he wasn't wearing an arm. He wasn't wearing a hand brace. No, he looked healthy. He did look. From that video, I said, "Man." Looks like you can play right now.
0: Yeah, I took I mean, I took really good photos of that place. You can find that at the Valley Variety Instagram. Do uh, it. I took a selfie with Frank the Tank, uh, my living nightmare from twenty fifteen. Oh, oh is that a little Wisconsin? A little Wisconsin versus Kentucky kinda hate. Did you let him know? You... I I couldn't, man. You could? I couldn't. I couldn't do it.
1: You know, that's the funny thing about everyone that's I was a coward. He said, Man, if I ever saw him in real life, I would tell him how much I Spies. I'm like, I say that all the time with Pat Bev.
0: I was that guy, but he's such, he seemed like such a nice guy. I he is a cool guy. He is a really cool guy. I, I say that it. all the time with
1: Pat Bev. Man, if I ever got close to Pat Bev, I would tell him off. I'd, yeah. I'd push him like you push Chris Paul, but then you get close to him and like you realize how big these guys are.
0: Yeah, Pat I, Bev is huge if you get next to him. <laughs> when I met
1: DeAndre Ayton, it, it felt like a building walked next to me. <laughs> these guys are... You don't realize. You watch them on TV and they dunk and they... Do all this stuff do all the other flashy plays and they right. look tall and you see him in real life and oh my goodness it's like watching two towers just down the street yep. it's like how do you even move when you're that tall
0: but chris paul just walked by. i didn't know who it was so i was just taking pictures but yep. i saw like a, a posse of people walking next to the crowd so i thought okay, right, this is someone famous so let me take pictures Yep. uh i haven't got a picture of his security guard like right there thinking like okay that could be the famous guy then Chris Paul stepped out. I was like, all right, there we go. That's who we're all hyping up here. Oh yeah. So and, obviously, yeah, that was. But then, like, while I was taking pictures, I got smacked right in the shoulder <laughs> by by one of his guards to keep people spaced out from him. True. True. Uh, you got to protect CP three. I was I was standing next to ABC and Fox Sports, and you know I just got got railed into by the security guy.
1: True. Obviously, a really cool event, and I think we're gonna need more of those events because there's an event that's not gonna be happening here in the Valley. For quite a while, because MLB is officially canceling regular season games. Oh, uh, yeah. Here we go. The MLB lockout has gone to its peak, and MLB will not start until at least mid-May, if not longer. Spring training games have been pushed back to at least March 18th. And what no- who knows what the future will look like for Major League Baseball coming up soon, but obviously a very, very disappointing day for the future of Major League Baseball. Uh, for Commissioner Robert Manfred and the MLB family. This is just a really, really tro- troubling day. The past couple of days, you know, everyone who watches baseball and who supports baseball, supports their favorite teams, have been glued to their TVs, glued to MLB Network, trying to see, glued to Twitter, you know, putting notifications on their phone every time. Ken Rosenthal tweets to mm. see what the latest was. And last night it came in that's, the, there is no new CBA agreement, and they have to keep negotiating with the Players Association. And baseball will not start on time. This is a prime example
0: of complete failure of management. Exactly. Complete failure of Commissioner Robert Manford. Absolutely. No, one, no baseball fan likes this name right now. Robert Manford. Yeah.
1: And I think what troubles a lot of baseball fans, and I've been talking to a lot of people about it, is that we just don't feel that he's taking it seriously enough there's a screenshot of when he was doing the press conference last night and there and he's smiling and he's almost feels like he's laughing he's yeah. la- and we just say this guy obviously doesn't take it seriously mm-hmm. This guy obviously doesn't care and you know I think maybe in his heart or heart you know he's really trying and maybe he's really trying to push it forward but with these negotiations the past few years and what he's been trying to do and you know Example of what he's trying to do to baseball right now. He's trying to take away the shift. If you guys don't know what the shift is, when someone hits, it's statistically uh, better if you move your infielders to a certain side of the field. And so that uh, if that ball is hit farther that way, harder, because, because of the stats, because people are trying to hit the ball harder now, that you'll have more guys over there. Commissioner Manfred's trying to get rid of that rule because he thinks it makes the games longer. He's been trying to implement a pitch clock so games don't take as long, and so some of his ideas aren't awful. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe in time management. I believe in the the game management, not having games be four and a half hours long. Like I can, I think we can all kind of side with that. But what I can't side with is taking away strategy, taking away that kind of strategy from the game. Now he's impl- implemented rules, which you know are a certain pitcher has to pitch to this number of batters before he can get pulled from a game. That's not fair baseball. That's someone trying to make the game more entertaining for people who don't watch the game. Yeah, and but that's where he's trying to get
0: This is the only thing where I kind of I see the idea of Manfred. Right. He's trying to get more viewers in, which is a huge business. It's not a player respect thing. Mm-hmm. It's more viewer and I want more money. Yeah. Which is going to piss off a lot of people. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. Someone, This is a good thing for some people like management and a horrible thing for the players' association. Yeah. You don't want to hear it. You don't want to see it. But when you have more fans coming in, that's when you know. And unfortunately, neither side can see if that will work because there's a lockout that will yes. keep going on and cancel games. And this
1: is the one big fault that comes from trying to not only get your way, but also change it for the better of what you think will help the league and what will help the organization as a whole but then doesn't work out. A prime example is this lockout. You know, you've made the players mad, you've made the fans mad. Mm-hmm. And so no matter what you do now, whether or not you're trying to corral baseball fans or average baseball fans who just watch a couple hours of a game and then turn it off or go to a go to a game, a spring training game because it's fun and go have a beer on the beer on the the grassy lawns that they have at the spring training stadiums. And that's all fine and dandy, but I think what Manfred misses in all of this is the fact that you know, we're not playing baseball games right now. There's no spring training games going on in Arizona right now. All the games are canceled. People aren't showing up facilities. There's a few minor league players here and there in the facilities doing workouts, doing drills. But away from that, none of our star players, none of our favorites are at the fields. You know, that doesn't help baseball as a whole. And so I think this whole back and forth between the Players Association and Commissioner Manfred has officially reached its worst hour. The fact that we have to cancel games. And someone asked me of, well, when do you think baseball is coming back? To be honest with you, I'm not really sure. You know, but the one, if we're going to take a positive out of this, is that they did agree to a few things. They agreed to... Um, a few different rules, a postseason expansion. And they did agree to a few different contract negotiations, but the one thing they just couldn't come to an agreement with is money, is the salary, is the cap, and that's the one thing that might really hurt baseballs when it comes to money. Commissioner Manfred is very stingy on uh, that kind of issue. Wait, who? Commissioner Manfred.
0: Oh, I thought you said Christian Manfred,
1: and I was like, who? <laughs> is this the evil. Is this the good? Brother of Robert Manfred, the brother of me. <laughs> Christian.
0: We need you. Do we need Christian Manfred? Yes or no? Is, I blame. I
1: blame the Johnson inside my head.
0: Johnson. Yeah, Johnson. Uh, we Jacob and I like to talk about this uh, second voice in our head that does a lot of really dumb things and says the stupid stuff. We call him Johnson. Johnson. Uh, and he, Johnson is a menace.
1: He's like he's like the intern who runs coffee and then uh, pitches into the meetings.
0: Right, and then spills the coffee on the meetings yes yeah
1: and so it just just makes you want to say Johnson
0: yeah it's like that you know you got the CEO at the top saying Johnson what what in the what are you doing over there who shut up
1: Johnson that was almost that was almost crazy
0: yeah well
1: you know who does have a Johnson controlling their head right now Robert Uh, another Robert Robert Baffert ah yes Bob (laughs) Baffert
0: oh yeah Oh, that's a different kind of issue Jacob, you, you speak for all of us when actually you speak for me, especially because uh, as a Kentucky native, this is a man that I have a lot of problems with. Absolutely. Uh and I I need to go on a, a spiel. I need to go on a, a whole rant about this guy. Go on sir. uh because we were just talking about one uh old privileged white guy that likes money. So let's go into another one here. <laughs> this this Bob Baffert. Yes it is. He comes in with a horse. And he likes to, you know, win races to get him money. Because that's what horse betting is. Horse betting and racing is a phenomenal sport that has been around for years. That's where sports journalism stemmed from, was horse racing and boxing. Mm -hmm. Those were the two original sports. So this has been around for over a century, almost two centuries. Shout out to our
1: JMC class for that lecture.
0: Yep, we learned a lot that day. Oh, yeah. Horse racing. So Bob Baffert, you come in here. With two centuries of history, and you mess it up with steroids on horses, where it's not even the athlete's fault that there's steroids yes, <laughs> in them. You cannot control That's the that's, that's the worst part. It is the only sport where it is not the athlete's fault for being drugged up. Exactly. <laughs> and the one
1: thing obviously in the news right now is that Bob Baffert is trying to sue Churchill Downs for his uh, serving his two-year suspension from horse racing. Obviously, I'm not sure exactly how well it's going to go, but ASU has a different connection through Bob Baffert. That's not really through Arizona. Actually, it's from a different kind of part of Arizona. Tucson. Tucson. He grew up in Yuma, Arizona, and went to the University of Arizona.
0: Is it something in the Tucson water,
1: yes or no? I think so. It's like, no offense, but Tucson smells like hot dog water. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Actually, I'm going to cancel that last poll question. Does Tucson water smell like hot dog water? I think so. <laughs> just, it,
1: and look, no offense to Tucson. There's some beautiful artwork down there. There's a lot of good musicians down in Tucson. You see a lot of good concerts down there, a lot of local artists. Mm-hmm. But then you just get to the heart of the city, and you're like, man, there's nothing to do here.
0: And another question, does the horse approve of being drugged up, yes or no? Can the horse talk? the horse uh horse has feet. He, he can't kick it away.
1: Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's a, that's a whole other controversy. That's a that's some under the table stuff.
0: Yeah. You're but talking. It, I mean like the jockey has to be on it too, right?
1: Oh yeah. Well, that's the main pro. that's the big problem as you know, the jockeys and the jockey uh production or whatever is going on there is probably giving it to the horses. Cuz Bob cuz Bob <laughs> Baffert is the as he's like the CEO of his. He's a trainer. Trainer, right? Yeah. And so he he kind of runs and he kind of controls that. So it all goes through him. He's like he's like the GM of a team. You know, it the, all goes through. He's the head trainer, and then he has different uh, horses yeah. and different jockeys, and hires them.
0: No, he did win the Kentucky Derby with he did that
1: American Pharaoh.
0: Well, uh, Medina Spirit and just Medina his last years, yes. which is what. Uh, Is getting him, you know, sued and everything. Right, I mean, what he's going through right now is trying to sue Churchill Downs. Yes, he won the Kentucky Derby with Medina Spirit, and now Medina Spirit has passed away. Yes, like that horse is gone.
1: Yes, and now Medina Spirit has actually, after he, after Medina Spirit passed away, they were revoked of their Kentucky Derby title. Yeah, because of what's going on. So they had to wait until the horse was not to add insult to injury, but not not to beat a dead horse. Not to beat a dead horse here. (laughs) Execution was perfect. <laughs> they are literally beating a dead horse. <laughs> or as PETA would like to call it, feeding a fed horse. I don't... I don't... Care. <laughs> you proud of yourself? I can't stop laughing. You know what, Ben? Yep. That's just ridiculous, man. That's just ridiculous. Uh, yep. You have ruined my laughter. Feeding Be- a dead horse, man, That that's just ridiculous, kind of... Uh, the, the Bob Bob Baffer, you're just a knucklehead, man. You're just a knucklehead and terrible, terrible, just off, off awful, terrible.
0: I made a really funny joke, and I'm not gonna let you take it away from me. That with w- that Garland. was pretty. That was pretty funny. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh,
1: uh, 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 uh. <laughs> the koala. <laughs> that is the
0: <laughs> It Just sounded like a you know a, a toy with low
1: battery power. It does. It really does. <laughs> it's like the the Woody doll when you when you pull its string, it goes. <laughs> oh, there's a snake in my boot. What yeah, but it's like, like
0: it's like a dead speaker. Like, it's slowly dying toy.
1: It's like the... Uh, what's the penguin from uh, Toy Story 2?
0: A Wheezy. Wheezy. Yes. He sounds
1: like Wheezy.
0: Does Kawhi Leonard sound like Wheezy from Toy Story? You
1: know, what's, you know what's so funny? <laughs> He's always laughed like this. He always has. He always has. Oh, yeah, this from is, the Spurs. Inter- the, I know what it interview just, you're talking about. It just goes, about. you know, uh-huh. <laughs> that's uh-huh. Just, this is how he laughs. Like, I feel bad it's making so fun of him funny. because it's just, like, imagine if you just laugh like that. And then, you know, all these reporters were just like, oh my goodness, that is a laugh? And, <laughs> and people started laughing at say. you.
0: <laughs> they didn't know what to do with that. For laughing. It, we got pulled I don't even know where you sitting at. Like... <laughs> Why did you pull up the remake? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you gotta admit, it works pretty well.
0: He's really funny. Oh man! Like, he doesn't even know how funny he is. How do you How do you not love
1: Kawhi? I'm a fun guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Kawhi! Fun guy. Fun guy. <laughs> fun guy. Love the game of basketball. Hey, Jacob.
0: You want to go yeah. into some poll updates? Oh, yes. We haven't done them since the Super Finally. Bowl.
1: Let's see. We'll do some
0: of the more current ones Let's here, see what the people you know. say. What do people say? So we asked the question, is it because of the jerseys, the new a- ASU jerseys that the basketball team was wearing? Fire jerseys, by the yeah. way. Uh, Taking out a word. Yes or no? Is it because of the jerseys? 71% say yes. Oh,
1: you look good, you play good. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, this was a question that you asked. Do 40-year-old men cry during the field of dreams? What do people say? 88% say yes. Yeah. People agree with sad. you. Yep. Very uh, sad. Is Jason Richardson the Matt of NBA 2K? Oh. Yes or no? This was a 50-50 split. Really? How many people voted for that one? Uh, I don't know. If it's 50-50. I don't think, I can't find out. Okay. Unfortunately. But still, I mean, I think people oh, are just. Oh, yes I can. Six people. Six people voted well, for that. Well, three people are
1: afraid of Matt, and the three people are afraid of Jason Richardson. That's true. It's pretty... I mean, it's Let pretty me look 50.
0: at the people who voted for that, because... Uh, oh, I can't see it Give now. them a little shout-out? Nah, never mind. Oh. All right, did you receive a special gift from the wet man today? We <laughs> no, all did. <laughs> that
1: was a rainy day. It was a rainy day.
0: Uh, 33% say, said yes. 67 said no.
1: Um, some of these people aren't, here, aren't in Arizona. Let me so see the people who said no. Th- I think that's fine. You know, I can... I can live with that. I can live with that.
0: Jake Brown said said no.
1: Jake, you're in Arizona.
0: God, I'm disappointed. So yeah, and then the rest were Californians. All right. Did you feel bad for Carmen Electra when he when she was dating Dennis Rodman? All of the responses were no. no. 100% no. That makes sense. Everyone I, loves Carmen Electra. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know, it's, they do I, not feel
0: bad for her. I don't feel I wouldn't say I feel bad. Well, that know? was your question.
1: That That's true.
0: That wasn't my question. I know. I know who did that. It wasn't me. I, I, don't, I wouldn't say I feel bad. That, That's so Dennis, yes or no. We have 83% say yes. Yeah,
1: that's so Dennis. <laughs> that's so Dennis. Oh, Dennis.
0: Is that the same ref with Vengeance, the one that kicked off Dan Hurley from the court for just hyping up the fans, yes mm-hmm. or no? 67% said yes. It was the same ref. That's gonna that's gonna take some uh, looking. It maybe someone looked into that. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what what is this movie about? Maybe. Tom Brady or Tom Brady? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Seventy five percent said Tom Brady. Twenty five percent said Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's le- that's just left or right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, about time, yes or no? This is in relation to the U.S. women's soccer getting equal pay to men's. I'm gonna just. Say, yeah, it was about time. It, it is. Anyway. All right. That's all. <laughs> or, that's... Leave it at that. Anyway, I'm showing him the poll right now. Okay. Some... We had a couple people decide to protest our polls this week. Shame on you. Shame on them, indeed. Uh, is Sohei Otani, the Giannis of the Major League Baseball, 75% said yes. Yeah. That oh. is a great... How can you birthday. not love Shohei? How can you not love Giannis? Ugh, you can't. The same. Can we just have a you know a whole co- collab with these two? That'd be great. I mean I'd like to see them shake hands and get Chick fil A together.
1: Giannis and Shohei Appreciation Day. Yes. Let's make it happen. Yes. other different cities. But it doesn't
0: let's it matter. matter. Let's make
1: it happen. Let's get let's get uh let's get Shohei to the Brewers and so he's closer mm-hmm. closer to Milwaukee. And then and then that whole thing if It works out. they would be that'd be BFFs for life, as Giannis would say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was the wheelchair necessary? That is written in relation to Paul Pierce. When he pooped his pants during the Boston Celtics game the truth. in the finals. Uh, Yeah, the truth pooped himself. The truth you free. Uh, And not a lot of people voted on this one because they had no idea what this was about. Nah, it was a while ago. But the real sports, people really did know. 67% said no. It was
1: not it was necessary. Not, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't. <laughs> Come on, let's... Let's be real. Let's be real. Paul Pierce did not need a wheelchair. Yeah. I love. I know we'd all love to think so, but, I mean, <laughs> come on, do, man.
0: Do you need a wheelchair to go to the bathroom, yes or no? I
1: mean, that's, that's getting a little Or personal. have
0: you ever needed a wheelchair to go to the bathroom, yes or no? I mean, come on now. Yeah, I'll just add that one at the end. Folks, <laughs>
1: folks, use your brain.
0: Yeah. Use your brain. Next week we have a really... Special guest coming in. We're finally going to have an interview here that is serious and not Angel Chavez. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. We have Kennedy Mayo coming in. She is a women's soccer player here at ASU. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Be sure to check that out. It's going to come out this Friday uh, in the afternoon. Uh, We're going to try and produce it then. Uh, Have some fun times not just a serious conversation, but we're gonna have some fun as well. Yeah. We we always like having fun here. Absolutely. Uh so this it'll be a great time. Uh we can't I'm looking forward to it. Seriously looking forward to it.
1: Absolutely. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll have her on before their season opener on Saturday. It'll yeah. be a lot of fun, get a little season preview for women's soccer, see what's going on at ASU and make sure to catch me on Best of the West on Saturday where yeah, I'll be sir. shouting out the Valley Variety. Yep. and on bottom of the sixth on Friday night, where will also be shot in a Valley Friday.
0: Yeah, Jacobs making some moves because we
1: cause we just can't get enough.
0: <laughs> can't they can't get enough of
1: Jones V squared. <laughs> v squared. <laughs>